Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike from Whole Foods, this is Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, ladies, how are you doing? Well, that was a fun day. Um, that was a fun day. We had a we had a good time. For for those who don't know, we uh, we had we created quite a social rift. We did um, create a social rift today with a with a very innocent meme, in my opinion. It was a very innocent, well well natured, good hearted meme, and uh, some folks didn't find it good natured or well hearted, well meaning. Yeah, they did not find it either of those two things. Yep. So. Yeah, um, but I thought that it was quite quite funny um and not a lot of people did well actually a lot of people it was about it was pretty split it was it was interestingly split um much like my my pixelation is right i was gonna say yeah you are very pixelated and i'm not sure why that is because my internet's my internet's good so i think it might be on your side or on hangouts side but anyway yes so the the people were, 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 were split on whether they liked it. It was really a love or hate thing. Either people were ha-ha reacting and saying how hilarious it was, or they were saying that this was possibly um, the worst meme that they had ever seen. Right. <laughs> and there didn't seem to be an in-between. People, no, there, there wasn't anyone who was like, this is an okay meme. I'm okay with this meme. People were either like, this is great, or I'm unfriending you. Right. <laughs> and calling the police. Right. Uh, the fact... I, I don't want to jinx it, but I mean, the fact that my Facebook is still up kind of surprises me. Uh, it was not that bad of a, it, it's I, not that bad of a meme. Man. But just the way that people reacted is kind of shocking. It, that's that, that is very shocking. I think that they, I think that they, uh, I think they were jealous. It wasn't about them. I agree. Uh, first, I'll say that. First and foremost, let us thank, I'm assuming it was Kroger. I guessed Kroger. Okay. Yeah, it's Kroger. Uh, let us thank Grassroots Kava House for the kava that I'm drinking on today's episode. And Kroger. And Kroger for my beautiful purified drinking water. Bulavanaka. Also, a uh, big uh, thank you to Hot Damn Burnett for allowing us to use the music that we were using at the beginning and end of this show. And if you notice, yep. brand new t-shirts by the, band, the boys at Hot Damn Burnett. And uh, they sent me one. I used to live- I'd like to thank my mother. I used to look getting, yeah, that's a great shirt. Yeah. That's a great shirt. And I am wearing a shirt that my mom bought <laughs> for Hanukkah. For Hanukkah, really? So thank you. So okay. thank you to Hot Damn Burnett and, and, and to Patricia Cohen. And to Spike's mom. To Spike's mom, Patricia Cohen. Whew. If it wasn't for you, I would have never had the, the, uh, the gumption to apply for a job at Whole Foods. <laughs> uh... Good old Spike from Spike from Whole Foods. Spike from Whole Foods. Don't Google that, guys. Yeah. Don't. Um, actually, probably safe to Google it. Don't look it up on Facebook. Though. Yeah. That, if don't if you uh, happen to go to my page, you'll learn what it is real quick. My personal, like not my, not my page that, not this page, not the money waters. Yeah, not the money waters. But, the yeah, money the waters per, but my personal line. page. Right. Um, right. Right. So big, big news week. Like this was a. A, a, and and in the, it's hard to say this in the era of Trump politics, but this was a Trump heavy news week. This was, yeah, <laughs> which is unlike most weeks, which are only, I guess, I guess Trump heaviness has become the standard. This is 
very Trump heavy news week. This was an um, insanely Trump heavy news week. This was extremely Trump heavy. Um, wh- what are we going to start? I guess we'll just do it in the order that that you put it in here. So, uh, first of all, so the the whole thing with the border wall, we were going to have a shutdown because of the border wall. My video looks better now. By the it way, it does. Yeah, um, but I, I we noticed gonna, that. Yeah, we were going to have a shutdown because of the border wall. Um, and it turns out we're more than likely not now, uh, because, uh, Trump is now saying, or I guess Sarah Huckabee Sanders, his, uh, press secretary said that, um, we no longer, that they no longer need the $5 billion they were demanding. Um, they can take the $1.6 billion that the resist left is giving him for the wall and, uh, because they're resisting him. Um, and, uh, they'll find the other 3.4 elsewhere. And meanwhile, uh, we also find out that the U.S. has pledged uh, $5.8 billion in aid for strengthening government and economic development in Central in America, uh, Central America, and then another $4.8 billion, uh, which is very close to $5 billion, inter- interestingly enough, uh, in aid uh, for southern Mexico. Uh, it totals uh, $10.6 billion. Um, $10.6 billion, which... Uh, the, uh, hang on. I had to switch out of that, which the Mexican foreign relations secretary, Marcelo Embrard, Embrard, Marcelo Embrard, um, he had previously asked for 25 billion in donations and we're giving him 10 point, 10.6, 10.8, 10.6. So in a way this is a discount. Yeah. I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah. So. I, I yeah, twenty five billion. No one was going to give him twenty five billion. But here is the thing about this: so Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Actually, meant we're going to pay Mexico and pay for the wall. Right. We're paying for both point. of these things now. We're we're paying for both the wall and the existence of Mexico. So that's what that is. So no, and no shutdown. Which right, which they I can, mean, which they, they're canceling the shut. According to uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, um, yes, she said, uh, "We don't want to shut down the government. We want to shut down the border." Yes, that was a that was a pull quote. That was um, that was exactly what that was. It was actually a good, you know, it's a good pull quote talking point there. We, we, we Dems want to shut down the the government. We want to shut down the border. Right. And meanwhile, you're not really a good libertarian unless you um, are a little disappointed at the not having a shutdown. You know, any, like a little, at least. Yeah, anytime. Well, first of all, the government never shuts down because they still take money from you every paycheck. They still <laughs> steal from you. They still, yeah, they are still forcefully taking money from you. So obviously, certain branches of the government still open, um, right. To pay for things that we neither want nor need, um, like Mexico. Like Mexico. <laughs> Like I'm, I I like Mexico. I've never I don't been. want to pay for Mexico to exist, though. I uh, the the cl- like I've you know I've been to San Diego, which is pretty darn close. Uh, but the closest that I've been to actually entering Mexico was on a trip back from San Diego. Uh, we decided to drive because we're morons, and we did that drive literally straight. Like there were three, there were two drivers because I said screw that. You made me miss my flight. I'm not driving. Right. And uh, then one of the guys didn't have a license, so only two people drove, and we were driving back. And, you know, we take off from San Diego, and we're driving across. And somewhere in Texas, I was asleep during this time, so I'm kind of hazy on the details, but apparently we accidentally crossed over into Mexico. 
not 100% sure. Also, I've heard uh, stories that instead of that's what happening, there was some sort of border crossing that we were near or something along those lines. And uh, the driver wanted to get rid of all of his contraband. So he pulled over to the side of the road to toss it. And then we got pulled over by Border Patrol. And I'm asleep in the back of the car. And I get woken up by a flashlight to my face. And this cop, Border Patrol cop, going, are you an American? And what? Yeah. Why? 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 <laughs> why am yes I, and why. Why am I being woken like this? And um, yeah. That was uh, that was closest I've been to Mexico, and it did not leave the greatest taste in my mouth. Although I hear Mexico is lovely. Yeah, I'm told parts of Mexico are nice. How does one accidentally cross into Mexico? Man, again, I was asleep, and that story has taken four different like renditions of it. Uh, all I know because everyone was in different levels of consciousness, right? Uh, right. Including the driver, apparently. Uh, right. right. And especially so, the driver. Especially right. the driver. So we, uh, I don't really know how we got there. Like, all I know is uh, that a Border Patrol agent uh, was shining light in my face, waking me up, going, are you an are American? You an American? Is, you know, are you an American, I think, American citizen? To which, yeah, why? And he goes, okay, never mind. Apparently, when he shined the light on this very bright beacon <laughs> of zero... What's that whiteness? Called? Yeah, right. yeah, this, just this straight whiteness. whiteness. Uh, he was like, "Oh no, there's no way that guy's from south of that border." I'm surprised he's not north of the border. <laughs> Are you from? Well, that's the thing. He yeah. might have thought you were Canadian. True. Yeah, and I'm were, trying to uh, get smuggled all the way down to, all the way down to uh, Mexico. All, all the way down to Mexico, as many Canadians do. Right. That's a big thing with them is to try to get into Mexico. So yeah, so, so no, no, no border wall. Nope. Uh, funding, no additional border wall funding. And we've said this before, but nothing says I'm going to resist Donald Trump like giving him $1.6 billion to build a wall that you have campaigned on uh, not allowing to be built. Um, that aside, uh, it turns out Trump is under the impression that he's going to be able to get the other $3.4 billion um, somewhere else in the $4 trillion uh, budget, budget. That, that they have. So yeah, he's probably yeah. right. He's planning on coupling it with some other funding resources. Not really sure what those resources are, but right. Okay, but I'm sure they'll be able to shake the money loose if they really want to. Here, okay. So here's my thing. I'm going to first off state, and I'm pretty certain you're the same way. So, uh, muddied waters here. Here at muddied waters media, we do not support the border wall. Okay. No. Yeah, I, I was pretty certain that you felt the same way. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm not a bordertarian. Yeah. No. Um, but we don't support the border wall here. You know, we believe private, private borders. Um, right. But $5 billion for the border wall was too expensive. So instead, they gave $10.6 yeah, $10, $10. billion as an essential bribe to just be like, hey, please don't let your people come here anymore. Please don't let your people come here. Or at least make your country somewhat livable so that they don't want to leave and come here. So instead of right. just $5 billion, which would have been the fiscally responsible thing to do, actually the fiscally responsible thing to do would have been um, not spend any of that money. Not, and, not do any of these things, right? right. 
And, uh, but instead they decided to go for the most expensive option there was. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I mean, that's not a, a closed ended thing. There's more money that's going to be going to Mexico. Oh, there's yeah. lots of money, lots of tax dollars that go to Mexico for various reasons. Um, there's a lot of war on drugs money that goes to Mexico to fight the drug cartels that the, um, CIA, um, uh, uh, sponsors. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so there's, there's a lot there. Um, more Trump news. Uh, the, I guess this is sort of only, well, no, I guess we'll go to, to this. So since we're sticking to Donald Trump specifically, uh, Donald Trump is mad guys, which is not happy. Which isn't surprising. It's not surprising. Because he's, he's always, really not Yeah, happy. he's always mad, though. He's really, really even, mad. Even when um, he's hashtag winning, like Charlie Sheen, he is mad. Oh, he's mad. He's especially mad when he's winning. It yeah. seems like that makes him more mad. That's true. He, uh, so, so he's upset. He was on Twitter. He's upset at a few people. He's mad that there was a skit where Alec Baldwin did his terrible Donald Trump impersonation. Which I'll give him credit. Sound. Awful. It's an awful impression. It's a, it's a terrible impersonation. He doesn't sound... He sounds like a... He sounds like he's making fun of someone who's trying to sound like Trump. Right. So I, sort of like if I were to try to impersonate Trump. Right. It would be like that. And, I mean, he's... You know, they got the hair or whatever, but he didn't look like him. He looks like Alec Baldwin dressed up like a clown that's trying to look right. like Right, and he always does that, right? like... That kissy face thing. Yeah, he does the thing. And it's just it's 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 over the top, and it's not it's not it's, it's not like good. They needed to, they needed to get the guy. What's his name? Uh, he was on, I think Colin Farrell. He was on. Is that his name? No, not Colin, it's definitely Colin, not Colin Farrell. Colin. It's not something. It's not Colin Kaepernick. No, it's not Colin Kaepernick. I bet he does a great Trump though. Um, they should have no, gotten Frank Caliendo. Oh, Frank Caliendo, yeah. But there was a guy that he did. He didn't. He had an amazing Clinton, but he had a good Trump too. Oh, uh, Darren, 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 Darren. I know who you're talking about. God, uh, he was on Saturday Night Live for. He was on a Saturday Night. Years. Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live for like a a long time, and he a left a long, long time. Uh, and he ended up leaving, and he left because the depression was getting too bad. And he kept having thoughts of suicide. From being on Saturday Night Live? I think it was just he was depressed. Oh, okay. I think it was just that was just his thing. And the comedy was how he dealt with it. But while he was there, he was dealing with all of it. And it was... It got it was to just be getting too, too much. Yeah, got to be too much. Well, so we, he we hope he it. comes back to actually do a good Donald Trump impersonation. Right. Because that guy, um, yeah, but, he did a great one. Well, all of his impersonations were good, but so or Frank Caliendo. Um, so Trump's mad because uh, so he impersonated him in a "It's a Wonderful Life" uh, skit. Skit. Um, and yeah. I guess imagining a timeline where he wasn't president and everything's great, which is, I mean, okay, we get it. You don't like Trump, ha 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 ha. Like it, it's it's funny. I don't even know if that's funny to the to the the left anymore. Like, how many times can you pull out that tired trope of like? Trump sucks. We hate Trump. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob, Jacob LaBelle, LaBelle. Everyone, the real Jacob one. LaBelle. Everybody, Daryl Hammond. That's correct. Yes. Um. So anyway, so Trump's mad. Um. And he said that. Um. He said that it would. Uh. Uh. He questioned whether it was legal. He said it can't be legal. That they continue to uh, belittle him. Um. And so he's he said he's going to go to 
he he said you know that he could. I don't think he said he's going to, but he said he could. He could take them to court, or he questioned whether he, he questioned, should take yeah, them he to court. He questioned whether or not he could take them to court. Take them to court for um, belittling him, right? And only him, because no one else gets made fun of on Saturday Night Live, right? Especially now, not gr- politicians. Now, granted, I will say this season, the last two seasons of Saturday Night Live have been. Very heavy on the Trump. Very, of course. Very well, and I mean, they're 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 on the left. I mean, remember Bush? Like, I mean, the way they treated George W. Bush is, you know, he was the biggest moron on earth. And, and, and now, to their credit, they did make fun of Obama at times, but it was definitely with kid gloves compared to, oh yeah, you know, making fun of Trump. But in the same token, if you had a sketch comedy show that leaned conservative, they're going to make fun of a Democrat president more than a Republican president. Like that's kind of baked into the cake, right? Like I, I, and, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, they've definitely been harder on him than they are on the typical politician. And maybe even more so than the typical Republican politician, but okay. And like, so I remember watching episodes definitely on rerun. I couldn't have possibly have seen these when they first aired um, back when George Bush senior was in office. Oh my gosh. I, I remember watching those episodes on reruns. And um Years later. Years later. Years and years later. Um and uh like yeah, they made fun of Bush and those were some of the great years because Dana Carvey is Bush. One of the all time great hilarious. Oh, one of the all time yeah. greatest impressions ever. Um yeah. but you had Dana Carvey as Bush and like, yeah, they made fun of him, and they made fun of the stuff that he said. You know, the read my lips. No new cats. Not going to do it. Not Wouldn't be prudent. Yep. Wouldn't be prudent. Um, right, exactly. And during the 92 election, like, everything that they were doing, they were, they were beating people up pretty evenly back then. Back in those days, they beat up people pretty evenly. It wasn't until... Probably about two thousand two, two thousand three, right around, right around the time of the Iraq War, that they started going after uh, Bush pretty hard, and then they treated Obama with pretty kick gloves. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like you're you're dealing with a a left that now controls popular culture, right? Um, in a very dominant way, and so they're they're being very heavy with how they're how they're doing it. And I mean, and I'm not saying that as though it's a good or a bad thing. It just is. Um, and it's also their right to do that. So, um, so yeah, he's going to threaten them. Um, I, he's not going to. So, like nothing, nothing can come of it. Nothing can come of it. You know, uh, Reagan had the the. Uh, uh, there was a thing called the fairness doctrine, where but but meanwhile, the fairness doctrine I don't believe was about satire, was it? It was no. it was in terms of like how long uh, politicians were given to talk or something like that, or how long politicians were featured. No, so okay. Two different, two different sections. So you had okay. the fairness doctrine that said uh, if, if you have Trump on for 10 minutes during an election, you have to have Hillary on for 10 minutes. But it also stated that non-news sources like Saturday Night Live did not uh, eliminate it. It eliminated the fairness doctrine that would require networks to provide balanced coverage of political issues. So in shows like Saturday Night Live or any other non-news program they don't they can make fun of them as much as they want which is why like um 
Last oh, wow. See, I didn't realize that it applied to like making fun of people or even mentioning them, them at all. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so Last Man Standing, uh, the show with Tim Allen, the famous Coke mm-hmm. dealer. Um, right. He uh, Noted drug kingpin no, noted Tim drug Allen. King, yeah. Man, I found out the other day that was like six pounds or something. like Or 1.6 pounds of cocaine he got caught. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a small amount. It was... It wasn't a huge amount, but it wasn't. I mean, he wasn't right. He wasn't Pablo Escobar, but he also was. But he had he had enough. He was selling coke. He was selling cocaine. He was selling coke. Um, but he, um, but like his show, Last Man Standing, uh, people say that it got canceled from ABC. I think is what it was on or CBS. Uh, it got canceled because it was too right wing, and it, that's why it got canceled. And then it got picked up by Fox, and now Fox is showing it. Um, and it was a popular show, and right? It, yeah, it was a very popular show when it got canceled, right. which is why everybody was like, no, you're only doing this for political reasons. And they're like, no. But the reason – but they can sit there and they made fun of Obama constantly on that show three years ago. And Trump – like the daughters are all liberal and they're like, oh, he's awful. And Tim Allen comes in and tells them that they're idiots or something. I don't know. I haven't seen that show in a while. Because that's what the show's catering to. Right. Exactly. Right. So, but they're allowed to do ahead. that, and they're allowed to do that because of that rule. Because of that rule being eliminated. Right, because of that rule being eliminated. And Saturday Night Live can go and make fun of Donald Trump all they want because that rule was eliminated. And he's not, so, he's not actually going to take him to court. This is something that, and I used to fall for the rope-a-dope, this is something Trump does to and he's more often than not pretty successful with it to shift the conversation completely and make it about something that isn't of any real consequence and focuses almost entirely on him so that a whatever thing he's wanting us not to talk about isn't being talked about and b the um uh the conversation's about him he's sucking all the air out of the room again right. even if it's negative coverage because he's a very strong in fact i think he's the one that coined the term there's no such thing as bad publicity and he's, if he didn't coin it, he's certainly living it. Um, y- y- if, you, if you make everything about you and barely anyone else gets to get a, a word in edgewise, come the de facto. I mean, there, I I'd heard of people that said I voted for Trump because I didn't even know of anyone else who else even was there, um, certainly in the primaries. So it works for him. He's not going to sue anyone. He's not, and he's definitely not going to take him to court and try to, you know, uh, 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 you know, try to try to you know uh, say that they broke a law or something like that. This is Trump being Trump, and I'm not defending that. I'm just saying it it works for him, like it's worked so far. Oh, it's definitely worked for him so far. That was P.T. Barnum, by the way, that said that. Um, oh, was it P.T. Barnum? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. According to my rudimentary Duck Duck Go search that I just did, um, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's definitely living it. He didn't coin it, but he's living it. He's living it. Cause I, and it's weird because you would think that with everything that's been going on in the news, which it's all been Trump-centric, which he's got to right. love. He absolutely has to love that because, I mean, he's a narcissist to the max. It's about him. Yeah, yeah it's about him. It's about yeah. him. But it Good or bad, it's about him. True. You know? But you would think that even in with these heightened situations where, you know, Everything that's been going on around him personally, in his cabinet, in his staff, you know, home life, everything, um, that 
he would kind of want to deflect it off of him a little bit, but instead he's like, nope, now I'm going after Alec Baldwin. More talk about me. Right. Now, I don't think he necessarily wants him to be talking about his kid or his wife or whatever like that. But if it's about him, it's about him. And so that's what he's doing. I mean, you know, if he were to actually take someone to court over this, I would be the one of the first people to, you know, be screaming about it and saying, you know, this is, you know, government trying to stop us from saying what we want or whatever. Right. I, I started to fall for it when he did the whole sons of bitches thing with the with the football players that were kneeling there that are kneeling or were kneeling during the anthem that, you know, he said there, you know, that someone, the coaches should, should say, get those sons of bitches out of here. And everyone fell for it. His supporters fell for it. His uh, critics fell for it. Everyone fell for it because it became about him. He even made the whole, he even made, so no longer was the, was the, was when people would talk about the kneeling for the, for the anthem, it was no longer about what they were actually kneeling for to, to protest police brutality and, you know, the disproportionate treatment of uh, people of color in, in the, you know, the eyes of the law or, you know, whatever else they were, they were pr- protesting. It, it didn't even become about being against the troops or, you know, whatever the people that were against it said it was about. It became about Donald Trump and whether those sons of bitches should be kicked out and whether they were sons of bitches or not. And it, it's just like, and it worked. I mean, they're not, they, and it, uh, putting aside the fact that now they're not allowed to do it anymore, um, it worked. At no point was he actually going to force anyone to not play or anything like that. He just makes, he demagogues really, really well. Really well. And like really well. And he, he figured out that the way you demagogue best is by saying the most outrageous stuff um, and then backing off and not not following up on it and letting people just lose their minds over it. And the more power you have when you do that, the more of a wake you leave every time you do it. And he's and he, he just each time he notches it up a little bit and it's scary, but it's also working for him. So I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I w- I'll definitely give him that. It's definitely working for him. No matter everything that he's been going that he's been going out and doing like every time that he's pulled one of these attacks and for the life of me, I cannot, like I cannot think of another one, but I know there are hundreds over the last two years. Horse face, horse face. Thank you. That's a perfect one. You know, like (laughs) calling her a horse face, which still brings up, uh, which still, God, that was funny. (laughs) You just had this long, stretched out battle with a woman that's, you know, saying that you can't talk bad about her because you're, de- you know, defaming her or whatever. You went in court because, of course, you would because she had made herself a public figure at that point. So that the whole standard of, of libel and all that is completely different. And also it was in the course of him defending himself against a, a court case. So it, it got ruled how pretty much every sober, you know, person paying attention uh, without you know with, uh, taking their bias out of it would would have said that it would have, and I'm sure when everyone around him is saying don't do a slam dunk, don't do a victory lap, just let it go, just let it go, goes on Twitter and calls her a horse face, yeah. makes it entirely about him again. Which I mean, you knew that you knew he was going to do that. Everybody <laughs> knew he was going to do that because I didn't it, know specifically that he was going to call her horse face. I, yeah, right. I, you, yeah, exactly. You knew he wasn't going to walk away from that decision and be like, you, well, I'm going to be humble about it. You you knew he was going to do a victory lap. The victory lap was assured. Of course. Um, but yeah, like, so him being the huge narcissist that he is, 
and I'm going to preface this, but uh, like I'm going to state that, but I'm going to say every president is a huge narcissist. You have to be to want that job. You have to be. You have to be. There is no way that somebody who isn't narcissistic gets that job because you need it in order to win. You have to either be a sociopath or a psychopath. Like something, there has to be a, um, something wrong with you um, to want that kind of power. Yeah. I I would say. I would say because because you know everyone ages like ten years per year that they're in there. They all come out looking like total messes. Um, I, I I would I would never want that job. I would never want that job. Like when I was younger, I wanted that job really badly, like really badly. Yeah, but, but every especially boys, like everyone, like I want to be president. You know, like but once you're an adult and you can realize what that would actually mean. I, right. Yeah, I one, certainly wouldn't want to be. Once I started, once I kind of grew up and found out drugs were fun, uh, I realized that <laughs> I realized that one, I wasn't ever going to get that job. And, uh, right. and I mean, today, maybe, who knows? Um, we got Donald Trump in there. Anything's possible now. Um, but uh, I realized that I probably wouldn't get that job and that I didn't really want that job because every aspect of my life for all of history is going to be on like, it's going to be under the microscope. They're going to look Especially now with social media. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that post today pretty much precludes me from (laughs) like Spike from Whole Foods. Uh, President Wright, we have some questions for you about at that point. It would be candidate, right? It wouldn't wouldn't Uh, get any further than that. about, About Spike from Whole Foods. And of course they interview me and I'm like, legalized nuclear weapons <laughs> i'm great friends with matt yeah. so i want to go over this so jacob said jacob labelle said um if she's so horse-faced why'd he have he sex with her F. but i would say screw her because i'm a christian um uh yeah You're if she's so jewish. horse-faced why do you have sex what's that you're jewish well for the purpose of swearing okay. i'm a christian Fair. um <laughs> d- don't don't try to think it think it out um but uh uh so that I've gone over this so a few times. The like, especially Trump supporters are like, "She's a whore. She's filthy. She's got Arby's roast beef flaps and all sorts of fun stuff." And I'm like, and I'm like, they've said that too. And uh, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I was gonna say he, he definitely said that. That's not a quote from us. Yeah, no, people. No, I, I would never say anything close <laughs> to that. But um, uh, but they say these things, and I'm like, he had sex with her while his supermodel wife is pregnant he had sex with this woman so clearly he didn't think of her that way and they'd be like and then they they pivot back to well he didn't break any laws i'm like i'm not talking about the law this woman that you're like talking about like she's like the filthiest gutter trash ever he had sex with her and he can't blame it on being drunk he doesn't know he's never had a drink in his life he's never been intoxicated in his life yep he's a teetotaler from like day one stone sober walked right up to horse face and propositioned her and and then gave her money um which he's getting back in spades now but he's he paid her money uh to not tell anyone Um, allegedly you know according to him allegedly alleged he allegedly at at this point is it still allegedly i thought at this point we pretty well he's still denying it okay okay so allegedly yeah innocent until proven guilty he, uh, he, uh, uh, there's some strong evidence to suggest that he may have given her 130 grand or whatever. 
um, or that the National Enquirer gave her uh, 30 grand or whatever. Um, oh, Zach, no local Jew. Now, that's on my show. So tomorrow night, local Jew will be on there. Yeah, he's, um, uh, he's not here in Florida, so he's not local. Yeah, technically, this show, uh, this show is from Florida, so I'm actually a um, Im- imported Jew right. um, or expat Jew. Um, so, yeah, no, I'll be Jew. the local Jew uh, next uh, tomorrow I night. Um, Speak. Oh, go ahead. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, whether or not he did have sex with her, which, come on. He had, we, sex. He had sex with her. Uh, he had sex with her. Either he that, definitely had sex. He a hundred percent had sex with. Uh, I'm positive. That he had sex with. <laughs> I mean, I am more certain that he had sex with her than I am certain I've had sex with people in my life. Um, but that's because I used to. And drink. I, did. I used to drink a lot. Right, because you're sober now, right. so you, you have a better recollection than you did before. Right now, it's like mm, yeah, maybe. No, he definitely had sex. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Um, but yeah, well, here's, so here's a, here's a question from the comments. Uh, Tova asks a question. Why are Trumpers in favor of banning bump stocks and creating nationalized healthcare? Um, are they really that slavishly devoted to the president? You answered your own question, Tova. (laughs) And that's an example of someone answering their own question. We're about to get into one of those topics. Yeah, we're actually about to get into that right now. So (laughs) Donald Trump, uh, speaking of that question, Tova, um so the there's actually two bans that started today the uh bump stock ban started officially today uh and it is a retroactive ban so unlike a lot of other uh uh, laws and bans that say okay starting now you can't have whatever so whether it's um uh it was machine guns or the uh the act that the tax uh, where you have to buy a tax stamps for automatic weapons and things like that or the uh, assault rifle ban and, and those types of things. Those were all, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but those were all from this point forward, you can't, right. you can't do it. And if you want to transfer them to someone else, either in some cases you couldn't, or, um, or if you did, you had to apply with the ATF and all that stuff. This is just a straight up ban. You got to give them up. You have 90 days to surrender them, which, um, and a lot of Trumpers say this, They'll say, well, there was no registry for bump stock, so good luck proving it. That's not the point. The point is you have the government telling you you have to give up something, which if it had happened under the Obama administration, the same people right now who are defending it would be losing their damn minds. Um, And second of all, I mean, it's possible they could, you know, seize data from manufacturers and find out who bought them. But I mean, regardless, it's 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 more of a principal point than 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 an enforcement an enforceability point. And with the bump stock ban, you know, you get all of the people who are like, nobody, you know, nobody owns it. Like Jacob LaBelle, who just said rubber bands are cheaper. Um, yeah. Rubber bands are cheaper, but yeah, rubber bands are cheaper. And, and there's also a technique of bump firing where you don't even need the, the stock. So yeah, I mean, you just it's, need but your it's not, finger. It's, it's not, um, right. Right. Just need your finger and a belt loop. Um, but well, they're coming for your belt loops next guys. <laughs> How are we going to hold her? Never mind. Um, but Th- that's conspiracy theory. Okay. You hear it here first. This is our frogs make you gay thing or the gay, whatever the, the water makes the frogs gay. <laughs> frogs the reason they've gay. been pushing 
pants-sagging culture is because they're working on banning belt loops and normalizing it. Which is why the skinny jeans are suddenly coming back. Like, they've been coming into fashion for the last like eight years or so, we'll say. And they're trying exactly, to rework them back into a normalized society. Because before that, and I was one of them because I was a 90s kid, they were, we were bagging our, sagging our baggy jeans, which you still needed a belt because otherwise they'd just fall down to your, your ankles. Right. But if you had, so, you just had to belt loose so it could be down a little bit. But now with the skinny jeans, you can just have them on and, they, and they, they'll sag as you walk. But you can just pull them up because they're skinny jeans and they're not going to go down too much because they're pretty much adhered to adhered your body. to the body as... I would stand up here, but I think I would pull out like everything that I have here, uh, because yeah, they're, yeah, they're they they are very well uh, oiled on, we'll say, and uh, that's a that's a mental image. You're welcome, uh, <laughs> and you know I do have a belt. I do have a belt because occasionally it does it does slip down and the uh, quarter slot begins to show, and because know, the, because of the oil, right? Because of the oil. And, uh, and uh, you know, nobody wants to see my quarter slot. I get it. No. Well, I'm no certain one. a lot of people want to see my quarter slot. But, Not me. you know, I get it. Uh, Muhammad got to see it last week. And, um, but, uh, okay. <laughs> before the show. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. That I don't would, know what we were talking about. Anyway. Uh, we were talking oh. about the conspiracy theory of baggy jeans and skinny jeans. Baggy jeans are a pretext to steal your belt loops. God-given right to keep and bear belt loops. That's right. <laughs> so that way you that can't is, do the that's what I'm going thumb with. in the belt loop bump stock. The old thumb Disgusting. in the... Disgusting. It's, <laughs> it's the pernicious, pernicious state. We have a comment from Tim Jim. I love the haircut of the guy on the right. No offense to the guy on the left. Thanks for keeping the waters muddy, boys. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you. I think he means I'm, I'm on the right, right? I think you're on the right. Thank you. I actually need to get my hair cut, but now I'm questioning that. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I've nailed it because it's been about a month since I had my hair cut. Tim, if you're still on, what if my hair was a little shorter? Same do. Same, same, same but, style. But... Same style, just a little shorter. Not so much on the bangs, but on the sides. Well, you can get back to us on that. So, um, we're not going to take up all the, too much time on that. Um, <laughs> um, uh, oiled jeans. So, um, yeah, so the bunk st- bump stock ban is, is in effect. And in New Jersey, the uh, ban on magazines, is it 10 and over I think or it's, over 10? I, I think it's 10 and over. 10 I and believe over. it's so 10 you, and over. It's either 10 or 11 over. So they're what they call high capacity magazine bans are in effect in New Jersey, and they have said that the confiscations will begin. They're 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 not just waiting for people to turn them in because apparently, like no one, no one turned them in. No, they're they are planning on going door to door, door to door, and say, "Hi, uh, do you have any any high capacity magazine?" And, and so I don't I. And, this is my ignorance of New Jersey gun laws. I don't know if they're already registered or how that's going to work, but they're I'm they're pushing for it. I'm guessing. And this is 
purely a guess, but I'm guessing that in New Jersey they are already registered. That's what I w- I'm thinking. If, if not the magazines themselves, then the, the guns, rifles. Yeah, the rifles. Because yeah, this is mostly going to apply to rifles. I mean, there are all those extended magazines for right. for, for handguns. pistols, but yeah, for handguns. But for the most part, this is going to apply to rifles. So they're probably, and I'm sure those are registered there. They're going to be going door to door. And you're right, the, the magazines could very well be registered, which is why when people go, oh, it's just a registry, they're not taking it, they just want to know where they are. Why do they why want do to they know? Why do they want to know? And for, what is the point of knowing where they are unless they plan at one point of being able to take it from? For all of all of our listener, all of, both of our listeners in New Jersey, because um, I see the stats. Uh, for both of our listeners in New Jersey, right? If you happen to have, uh, if you happen to have magazines that you know hold you know ten have a ten capacity or more, are you going to turn them right. in, or are you going to be like, no, I'm not giving up my Second Amendment rights, like? Because the police are coming for them. They're going to they, come. Yeah, and, 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 the and government is coming that, to take these away. Right. And, and this is what we always try to go back to as well. When you are being forced, faced with the question of do you comply or do you say no, you know, Molan Labe, I'm keeping my guns uh, from my cold dead hands. You're not saying that to Nancy Pelosi or to Donald Trump or to David Hogg. Or uh, to uh, the skinhead lesbian uh, Hispanic woman. Yep, that one. I haven't had to talk about. She became so irrelevant so quick. I don't. I don't remember. Gay, her. gay Mexican Susan Powder. Yeah. Um, gay Cuban Susan Powder. Um, oh, she's Cuban. She's Cuban. Sorry about that. Um, sorry about the calling you Mexican. Not the the rest of it. Um, Anyway, you're not saying to any of them. You're not saying, you know, pick your your anti-gun activist that you hate and love to, uh, you know, love to make fun of. That's not who you're saying it to. You're saying it to the police who have uh, who are armed and at your house um, and admiring your thin blue line decal on your car while telling you you have to give up all your stuff. Um, and this, like, this brings yeah. back the uh, God. I wish I could remember that guy's name. The case of the guy in Maryland who they came to take his guns yeah, and yeah. he said no. And they shot him and killed him. They killed him. Yeah. Killed him dead. And there, and there was no, there was no investigation. I'm, well, I'm sure there was a moderate investigation afterward. They were fully within their powers that were granted to them by, by the politicians that people elected totally within their, their, their power. And you know, when people say, well, you know, it's unconstitutional. Okay, great. It's unconstitutional. Fine. Take it up with a judge whether it's unconstitutional or not, but they're still doing it. And the Constitution, I, I'm trying not to fall too far into anarchist propaganda this episode. <laughs> I, I was like, man, I, I could feel it coming. I was like, uh oh, yeah, here, no, here comes that hurricane. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm like, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to call it the magic parchment. I didn't just say that. Right. Um, but <laughs> there's the Constitution framed in the, what Library of Congress or wherever it is. It is doing nothing to stop the police. Whatever it says there and however it's interpreted, it's doing absolutely nothing to stop the police from coming to your house uh, and enforcing whatever uh, laws um, may or may not be in place. Yeah, because uh, now, that the, that. now that the law is in place, it's no longer a Fourth Amendment issue. Exactly. And that, so, I mean, it's, it, so, anyway, that's a whole wormhole we could get down another time. But the, the reality is that, um, they're coming regardless. And so, so that's happening right now. And, and this also is, is the whole, 
So you've got a Democrat state that's doing one type of ban and a Republican president that's doing a different type of ban. that's doing another type of ban. And it is entirely him. He he direct made this executive order. So, I mean, this was not, you know, people with oh, Congress gave it to him and he signed it. He did this, um, whether they support it or not. So you've got the Republicans and the Democrats. Oh, and the NRA supports the, the bump stock ban, by the way. The gun owners, uh, the gun owners of America, uh, yep. filed a lawsuit against yep. the government today because of that ban. Uh, yep. and good for them. I've always liked them better than the NRA, anyway. Like, he way better than the NRA. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't agree with them hundred percent on stuff, but their whole thing is, and I agree with this, is that the government kills lots of people every day and cages people every day and robs all of us every single day. They are the most violent entity in this country by far. If it, it, it's not even close, you could take pretty much almost everyone else combined. The government is hurting more people by, if, if nothing else, they're robbing all of us every single day of our lives. So if that organization is allowed to have X, whatever it is, then, and can be trusted with it then why can't I and why can't Matt and why can't you and why can't anyone else? And if you, and if your answer to that is, well, but it could get in the hands of someone who could hurt someone. You mean like the government, the government. Yeah. Whenever people say people shouldn't have guns because some people are evil. Who do you think runs the government? Who does the most evil? So, so that's the, that's the, and then there's a whole, I could spend 10 minutes on that and I won't. Um, so that's happened with the, the guns are happening. Now, good news from, of all places, New York, who has ruled that nunchucks uh, are covered under, or, or that people have a right to nunchucks. That, yeah, that's covered. It, where second, they rule it was covered under the Second Amendment? Yeah, they ruled that it was covered under the Second Amendment. So, nunchucks, everyone. So you could go out there acting like, Michelangelo. Michelangelo, yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, oh, I think it's Michelangelo. Uh, Michelangelo, yeah. You can go out there acting like Michelangelo all day long. Totally fine. But the difference between one bullet in your magazine capacity, that's going to land you a fourth-degree felony in Jersey. To have a bump stock. It could land you in a box. Like, I mean, it, it, you know, if, if, you, if you in that moment go, no, this is my right, and I'm, you know, an American, and I can, you know, I, we have a God-given right to keep and bear. All the stuff that, you know, Republican politicians uh, and, 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 and libertarian politicians, but Republican politicians say when they get in to try to get into office, when you say that to the police, there's a good chance they're going to kill you. Yep. Certainly if you try to stop them. A hundred percent if you try to stop them. hundred percent if you try to stop them. Even just saying no, probably going to get you thrown in a cage where you get raped by other people that got thrown in the cage. Right. So this is just, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, bird's eye view of all of this or, you know, 30,000 foot view of, of, of all this stuff is when you say there should be a law, what you're really saying is I want the police to round up people who do this thing and put them in cages where they rape each other and then come out and they're more violent. And if they resist, um, they're killed. Either, and if they don't come out more violent, then they're coming out 
if they're not coming out more violent, then they're they're coming out and they have a harder time finding jobs. They've got a harder time like re-entering society. They you know being reintegrated into the society that they're like we are trying to protect you from this, so you don't end up so you don't end up re uh, re what's the word recommitting your crime. Um, yeah, recidivism, re- reoffending. Yeah, yeah reoffending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work because now they're having trouble finding jobs and they're having trouble like actually doing everything that's supposed to happen. So now they're ended up stuck. Can't leave the state. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Can't leave the state. You got to check in with your PO. You got to go in for tests every, you know, however often, depending on what you did. Um, Think about how far behind you are or feel if you haven't checked your phone and email for a day or two. Now, imagine being locked away in a cage where the only way you can communicate with people is by writing letters and hoping they write back the occasional phone call and maybe visits from your immediate family. And you're in there for 15, 20, 25, five, two years, whatever. It doesn't. Yeah. And it's I was going to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You've like, been in there and now you come out and things, especially if you've been in there 10, 20, everything's unrecognizable. More than likely, and I, I just recently found this out, um, uh, 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 credit fraud and uh, um, uh, so uh, fraud people look for people that are in prison because they can steal their social security number. They can run up debts in their name and it's way harder for anyone to even know in the first place because they're locked up. And so it's, you know, harder for the person who's being impersonated to know it's harder for them to impossible for them to do anything about it. So that very often that people come out and their credit's been ruined and, you know, statutes of limitation of them being able to do anything about it have, have run out. So their credit's garbage and they're, I mean, it's just, it's a terrible, terrible thing to do with a human being. And that's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario is that they are killed in prison uh, uh, or, or that they're, you know, raped and, and, you know, completely broken and come out, you know, so mentally disturbed from what they've been through that they can't even try to function. Um, It's just, it's, it's a terrible thing. So don't do that. Um, But yes, nunchucks you can do. So if you take your, I wonder if you take all of your 20 uh, round magazines and fashion them into nunchucks. If um, that's like a special loophole. Somebody shared that meme earlier today. Um, Oh, is that a meme? Yeah, that's a meme. Oh, per- good. Let's see. There you go. Yeah. Um, um, going, going through the... Con- I want to know about my hair. Um, oh, probably he- would still look great. I'm not an expert. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Obviously, Tim Jim, not the greatest uh, on what good hair looks like. Just going to... Because look at, look at this mane that I have. It's an impressive mane. Thank you. Um, for all of you listening it's impressive on SoundCloud, mane. trust me. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> Just take our words for it. We, we, if you're listening on SoundCloud, first of all, God bless you. And second of all, um, or on iTunes, uh, really on any of the podcasts. Any of the podcasts. Uh, we have amazing hair. We do. We both have if amazing you picture, hair. Picture in your head the prototypical good hair, like what you would think is really nice hair do. That's what, what we're working with. Think uh, for for Spike. Think George Clooney in the mid to late nineties, and you got you got Spike's Fair hair. Enough. Yeah, you got Spike's haircut. Fair enough. And okay. uh, for for me, I've got the typical white boy political haircut. That you've got. Yeah, you've got the the. Um, he's either um, 
a, a yeah, he's either a, a hardcore right libertarian or he's an unironic Nazi. Mm-hmm. And there's no in between. There's no in between. Yeah, and he's either, by the way, he's he, the former. He's yeah. The, either I hate Spike or I accept all people. <laughs> so there's nothing in between. There's nothing in between on those two. There are no political political uh, fence sitters on that uh, with that hairstyle. <laughs> Well, thank you for admitting it's a great main, Tim, Jim. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, it's a great... Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all good. Yeah, no, I mean, all, we're totally all good, fine. All, all good here, here. Um, so so what, else, what else should we have here? Trump, so, Trump, 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 all of this stuff is... Trump. Oh! We, we didn't talk about Judge Knapp. We did not talk about Judge uh, Napolitano. We did not. What's his first name? Anthony? Anthony. Anthony Napolitano. Yes. Judge Anthony Napolitano. I actually have an autographed book from him sitting behind me. Uh, we need it, to have him on the show. That would be... <laughs> I like it when you reach right for those... <laughs> when you reach for those stars, I like that. Um, I'm 100% on board with that idea. Every time I reach for stars, they say yes. So we're going to do... Uh, oh, see, now we got a battle in the comments. Tova says, Matt's hair more than symbol spikes hair. Men should not wear bangs. Sorry. Well, you know, it's it's a different style today than it was years ago. This is like this is like Spike from Whole Foods again. You either love it or you hate it. Yeah. It's my bangs. And you know, personally, I like your bangs. They're 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 great bangs. They're banging. They're banging. They banging they're banging. Bangs. Yeah, banging bangs. Um so Judge Napolitano. Speaking of which, speaking, speaking of banging of, bangs, speaking uh, of the man, the man has great. He has a great mane. He's like he seventy or something, and uh, his hair is awesome. But that 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 Italian never recedes hairline. You gotta you gotta. I know. I, I am truly jealous of that. I started receding oh, at sixteen. Me. There's a reason I have bangs. Okay, um, and and it ain't because I have his hairline. Beautiful salt and pepper mane that man has. Um, but more importantly than his hair, uh, he said that from his count, he could be charged with three crimes uh, and indicted while serving as president, which is that's there's a whole debate as to whether that can even happen. Um, he said, and I quote, thank you for the quote, Matt. You are welcome. Uh, my view is that he can be indicted, but cannot be prosecuted until leaving office because the disruption to the government of the prosecution would be far more than the Constitution tolerates. So he's saying he can be indicted and then prosecuted once he's left office, presuming he isn't pardoned by President Pence or whatever. Um, right. He would, first of all, 100% he's getting pardoned. 100% he's going to get pardoned if any of this were to come to fruition. No doubt about who, it. Who wouldn't? Like, okay, you have the, the put yourself in, in someone's shoes. And you're told, okay, you could possibly go to jail for a long time, but you've got this thing you can do where you don't ever, you don't get in trouble for any of it. Right. You're going to do it? Oh, I don't know. Let me think about the propriety of such a thing. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and especially Donald Trump, who doesn't care about the propriety of anything. Um, None of it matters. Especially. Yeah, exactly. Especially to him. So. Especially to him. So no, he's definitely, Donald Trump's not going to jail. It doesn't matter what he did. I mean, I should pull back. If he does something so reprehensible, you know, war crimes or some, you know, some horrific thing, you know, uh, I'm not going to do it because we're going to have one episode where we don't talk about it. 
Um, uh, he could do a terrible thing to someone. He and could straight up shoot Nancy Pelosi in the House of Representatives, and he House would, of and he would go to jail. He would go to jail because because no one's going to pardon him for that. No, but if you're talking about this in the weed stuff of lying to people or whatever, you're going to have enough people who go, I don't care about that. He's kicking lib ass or whatever they'll say. Um, so, so yeah, no, he'll, he's he'll, making them he's libtards not, cry. He's, yeah, drinking, he's owning the libs. He's owning the libs and people. drinking their tears with Ben Shapiro, who doesn't really like him that much, but still Ben Sh- of all people. Right. <laughs> um, with Ben Shapiro. Um, so yeah, he's not going to jail. But anyway, so so yeah, interesting that Judge Napolitano would say this. Um, I, I like Judge Napolitano. He's on Fox News and Fox Business, where conservatives uh, take time, alternating times of thinking he's the smartest man in news, and thinking he's the biggest idiot, uh, liberal moron. Um, and he just because he's a libertarian and and doesn't fall into that binary. Um, it is just uh, um. And he's not even that extreme of a libertarian. He's like a constitutionalist. Like he's he's like a moderate libertarian. Yeah. And you, you could actually say he's like a paleo conservative constitutionalist. I would have um, said paleo libertarian, maybe. Yeah, he's he's not a um, you know, like I mean, I, Matt is a an anarchist who uh, is increasingly being pulled into anarchism by me, and I'm an anarchist um who is increasingly being pulled into anarchism by myself, and um. <laughs> it's true and uh judge napolitano is like i mean technically he, he wouldn't you be being pulled be... into anarchism by the government mm-hmm. Just well so. they're pushing me and i'm pulling that's by fair. myself i'll give you that there's a lot of force yeah, yeah, yeah opposing forces happening it's, it's complimentary um but yeah so so he's not that far out there in terms of what he says but i love watching like if you look at the comment section of any of his posts if he says something that's, you know, that conservatives agree with, they're like, Judge Napolitano 2020 and all this stuff. And then when he says something like that, like what he just said, then, you know, it's, you're an idiot. I can't believe you. You've I changed. I can't believe you and, uh, something like that. It's, I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, what he said is, my view is that he can be indicted but cannot be prosecuted until leaving office. So that means, I mean, if he gets indicted in the next two years, in the next two years, which is highly unlikely, uh, yeah, he probably wouldn't win re-election, and they could just hand it to Biden or whoever Biden. Uh, oh yeah, so if the yeah if the timeline works out that stuff is falling on him before the election, that's going to be a tough one for him to win. I I don't see that happening. But in which case he can resign early and get pardoned by fight by President Pence right before inauguration like i i don't think people get the timeline of how this stuff works right like you you if if you dislike trump if you dislike trump so much that you're rooting for him to go to prison you literally have to wait for a non-republican to be in office because i think any republican pardons him if it's this kind of stuff that we're talking about yeah yeah i mean look uh uh, uh ford pardoned nixon for stuff that was, I mean, as far as I can tell, at least as intense as the stuff that Trump's being accused of. But I mean, we don't have the the final report, so we don't we don't know. But I mean, it's it's and and Nixon was way more. I mean, Nixon would have fired everyone at this point. Like, I mean, Nixon was firing people left and right, and uh, um, 
I mean, I mean, he resigned under what was going to probably be the first conviction of a you know of of an impeach president, you know, an, an actual uh, conviction of an impeachment during in in the Senate, and Ford pardoned him, and you know. It cost him his reelection, but you're of course you weren't going to. Of course you're going to pardon him. If yeah. if if uh, Clinton had been uh, you know convicted and it was coming or it was coming down the line that he was going to and he had uh, resigned, uh, Gore would have uh, pardoned him. Like that that's going to yeah. happen. So Gore would have pardoned him, and Gore would have ended up winning reelection for it in two thousand. Very possibly, that's an interesting timeline. And you're, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. He would have won election for that because yeah. people would have. He would have been looked like someone that uh isn't a robot um so so that's an interesting thing uh what oh speaking of the endless russia investigation that has existed longer than this show has uh which is impressive because this show has been R- around roughly for about years. the same oh yeah no yeah i guess roughly about the same roughly about the um same. speaking of all that uh let's see here um michael flynn uh, uh Michael Flynn was supposed to be sentenced today uh, for the things he did. Um, he had a plea deal, but then that got, I guess, vacated because he had lied. Got in front of a judge. Uh, judge Emmett Sullivan. Emmett Sullivan, who had apparently a bit of a meltdown, acute, uh, asked the prosecution, first of all, he did not have kind words for, no. for uh, Michael Flynn, for General Flynn. I don't. Did I? Uh, you did sold I put, out your country. Yes, I was going to say. Did oh. I put those in the notes or not? No, I didn't. Um, you didn't, but I I, I, re- I was reading about it just before we started. I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, he um, he was not. He was not. He was not a that. happy judge. Sullivan. But then he walks it back later. He, I think he he was like he was, started he, to have. He started go, having go a stroke. Um, <laughs> he was like solid joke. You started. You sold out your country. Uh, you've sold out your country with what you've done, and then he walks it back later by saying, "Of course, yeah, you were talking with those Russian lobbyists before you joined the Trump campaign or administration or whatever right. he joined." Meaning that literally, when he was having these conversations, he wasn't even with Trump. He right. It was before all of this, and then right. for, well, for some reason, he lied about having these connections. Because he didn't want the president to get in trouble. Right, right. So, so he said you sold your country out. He asked the prosecutors if they, cons- if they would consider or if they had considered charging him with treason, um, which is punishable by death, right. and which the last treason conviction was in the 1920s, I believe. Um, 1930s. It's a long time ago. And uh, it usually is like during war. Um, but anyway, so so he asked uh, them, and they said um, no, uh, uh, no. And so he had his recess and came back, having calmed himself somewhat, did some breathing exercises, and told uh, he said, "If you don't, if your if your counsel doesn't uh, accept, if you don't accept uh, a delay in your sentencing, I can't guarantee that you won't be incarcerated today." Right. <laughs> And uh, he, oddly he, enough, they accepted, he accepted they ex- that. So essentially he, he said, and it's a very odd thing. It's like, I'm going to push this back for you or you're going to jail today. Yeah, that was, I've never. Like it's I, a I, really I, weird dichotomy that he yeah. did. Like it wasn't like you have to tell us everything 
or you're going to jail today. It was, you have to accept a delay. You have to accept for or me you're going not to, jail. to send you to jail or you're going to jail. I assume that he's hoping that Flynn will cooperate, that this gives him three months to cooperate more with them. And one of, one of the things that... Um, I don't remember which article I got these notes from. Um, But one of the articles that I was reading today, uh, it did say uh, Flynn is getting an opportunity to finish his cooperation in the Mueller investigation, uh, hinting that if the deal wasn't taken, the sentencing would be harsh, Um, which is a direct quote from that article. Uh, But so which which makes sense, because otherwise it sounds like someone the judge is going, hold me back, hold me back. Like, I mean, it's it, it, it. it's real to say treason to, to, uh, oh and when he came back when he came back he did ask the prosecution again uh he he clarified well i was just asking if you um if you had considered treason i wasn't saying it is treason I, I think the other thing that's happening here is the judge may have thought i'm gonna end up with a mistrial or you know with my with whatever i decide being thrown out when it's appealed because i had a meltdown in court and accused him of being a traitor um, that might not reflect well if they, you know, if they, uh, um, one of two things, either move for a new judge or, or appeal it based on, you know, some kind of, you know, personal bias or something from the judge. Um, so I think it was just, I think he was letting everything cool off, but also giving Flynn time to presumably uh, cooperate more with, with authority. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I there, personally I, think that, um, Go ahead. I was going to say, personally, what I was going to say is I personally think that this is just going to keep getting pushed back until the American people forget about it. Because as a people, we forget about it. It's just, it's what we do. It's, we, for you can't, well, you might be able to, but most of the people out there uh, cannot name the news from a month and a half ago. They have no idea what happened. Couldn't do it. I'd have to take a minute just to remember what days we're talking about. Right, like no, I mean it's yeah, yeah. I mean we'd be talking about we'd be talking about the beginning of November. Like it would take me a while to remember. Yeah, I'd have I'd have to like categorize like okay, well, what was it? What was going on around that time? I'd have to consult notes definitely. Yeah. Um. But um. So or or just Google. Right. Yeah. As as yeah. No, most people people's uh, attention span is like it's it's gone last week what were we talking about like they have no it was like that okay so we had that episode a couple of weeks ago where we just the list that we were going to talk about was so long and i was like i know we're forgetting something there's something we're forgetting and it was um god i forgot the guy's name the guy out of california that threatened everybody with nukes oh to nuke everyone yeah Yeah. uh solwell yeah eric's eric swalwell and and yeah but it had happened a few days before and in literally that period of time, and we follow the news as heavily as pretty much anyone out there, we had sort of forgotten about it. Like we because that week had just that. been so crazy. Well, yeah, also, that had been a crazy week. Also, it had happened like at the beginning of our of our week, which our week right. kind of begins on Friday uh, for the right, news right, cycle, right. and then I think it happened like Thursday night or Friday, and then by Tuesday we it it was so far gone in our memory. Couldn't even remember it. Yeah. Um, so now, yeah. So Jake, that, so that that could because by March, who is anyone? No one's even going to think about this. Right. And and uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. In the comments, we have uh, 
Tim is doubling down on my hair being better. He, he, uh, he said Tova. Tova, I do. I think he's meant do not mean to offend. Uh, your opinion is very wrong here. Sorry. And then he said both dudes are sleek and stylish, but the bangs are Th- banging. Thank you, Tim, Jim. Thank you, Tim, to, for both of us, especially me. Uh, but, Jacob asked, how similar is this case to the Ollie North case? So, so, you know, we're both very young, Jacob. We're both easily much younger than anyone. we might let on. We're based children. On our, yeah. I mean, barely, barely out of high school. Um, yeah. Was, was Ollie North? Uh, Reagan. That was around Contra. Yeah, no, no, no. It was Reagan. It was around Contra. But did, did he... Did he lie to, to investigators? He lied. I, I, okay, so Ali North, and I remember, so Ali North ended up running for Senate against Chuck, I don't remember Chuck's last name, in Virginia uh, back in 94 ish. Um, okay. And he lost. Uh, and it was a close race. I remember that. It was a close race. I think the final was like 51 to 49. I remember reading about this, obviously. And, um,. <laughs> But um, he lied under oath to some congressional hearing about the Iran-Contra affair, uh, and he allegedly did so under the orders of he allegedly did so under the orders of uh, Reagan. So uh-huh. many people were like, "Okay, so does does this mean that Reagan lied?" Well, no. Well, Ollie North was just following orders from the commander in chief, so doesn't that mean that Reagan lied? Like, and the and all Ollie North said throughout the entire thing is, "I have no recollection of that." Like, that's what he said. I don't. I don't recall. Yeah. I have no recollection. Okay. Yeah, okay. and he, that that's where I mean that was already a sentence, but like that's where people started using it a lot. I have no recollection. I have of that no way. recollection. Right. But yeah, it was. He remembered being at the event. He remembered being there with the president. He had no recollection of somebody else being there or certain things being said. Right. So he had no recollection. So, so I I don't know how similar it is. Um, but um, I, well, I guess the difference is Ollie North was never convicted of anything. <laughs> so, um, different I he, time. You I think he was. Was he not convicted? I don't. I honestly don't remember, or know because from my reading. But uh, I remember somebody at one point saying that he was a convicted liar. But or a pr- he was convicted in the Iran-Contra affair of the late '80s, but his convictions were vacated and reversed, and all charges against him dismissed. So yes and no. no. It's the Schrodinger's cat of convictions. <laughs> Schrodinger's conviction of Ollie North. Um, so uh, good reference, by the way. Thank you. Um, so yes, so that's the answer to that. So what are so, so we got the Trump, the border wall, Flynn. Anyway, go but, ahead, I'm just going through our But notes. is the so is this case like the Ollie North case? I don't know if it is. Because I mean it involves lying, but yeah. It does involve lying, whether or not the president told him to do it or whether or not he did it on his own. I don't know. Um Right. That's actually that's actually really interesting, and I hadn't I I hadn't put those two together because obviously why would I put Ali North with Michael Flynn, um, but that's actually really an interesting point. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, Mike, he was so Michael sentenced. Flynn never had to testify in front of a congressional hearing on it. 
But he did talk to the FBI. And that's where he told the FBI that he had never talked to the Russians. So different branches, but yeah. Right. So, I mean, there are some parallels there. Um, so we're going to, so we have one last, and I have no good segue because this has nothing to do with Trump or the law or well, I guess it has something to do with the law. But so there's a, there's a, a, a game called Fortnite, which is incredibly popular. Um, it's made by Epic Games and I guess in, in Fortnite, when you win or something, they do different dances and you can purchase these packages that allow your character to do these different dances. Um, and we now have th- at least three people who were suing uh, Epic Games for stealing their dances. Um, uh, it started with a rapper called uh, Two Millie. Who uh, who sued and said that his his dance, the Millie Rock, was being called something else, but it was the exact same dance. And if you I've watched a video, it's literally the exact same dance. There's no anyone looking at it cannot dispute that they're the same dance. Um, Alfonso Ribeiro, who played Carlton um, in uh, in the um, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which I just want to say um, that in my notes, that was a lot funnier. In my notes, Alfonso Ribeiro from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because he was on Dancing I'm sorry, with the what? Stars, and then he, he was did, on Dancing, and with then he did the Carlton in Dancing with the Stars. Oh, did he really? Yeah. At the oh, beginning. I knew he was on Dancing with the Stars, but I didn't. I didn't know that he had actually done the Carlton. Yeah, well, I'm sorry for ruining your joke. It's okay. Um, but but yeah, so he did the Carlton dance where he does the. The thing I, I guess I probably shouldn't do it because I don't want to be sued. Um, um, but I so I don't want to ruin the rest of your joke from this from your notes about Carl. I mean, the rest of it's not a joke, the rest of it's just news. Um, uh, oh, did he really admit to that? Yeah, he 100% admitted to that on uh, team like TMZ. Oh. Yeah, TMZ started at like they were interviewing him about something. I don't know if it was okay. TMZ, but TMZ was uh, where I saw the article. Um, and I, I, like I heard this years ago, but they oh, okay. asked where he came up with the Carlton, and he said that uh, he essentially stole it from Courtney Cox from uh, Dancing in the Dark video with Bruce Springsteen. Right. And right. apparently what I learned today is Eddie Murphy, and it's Eddie Murphy's white man's dance. Oh. So... So he stole it. So he he stole it, or he, or he hybridized he, from yeah, the two that he, he stole. He brought in two different. He he drew inspiration from two different sources in order to make right. that dance and created what is now known as the Carlton. Right, and so now, emboldened by the actions of Two Millie and Alfonso Ribeiro, uh. The backpack kid, who I had never heard of, the backpack kid who has the dance where he the, the flossing again. I don't want to get sued. Um, uh, if you, you go online and look for uh, the backpack kid, uh, he does his dance, and that also is being used in Fortnite. Basically, Fortnite just used a bunch of popular dances and have them as things that you can buy as for your characters to 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 to. To, to do or whatever. Right. And so he's suing saying that they stole his dance. 
the floss, the flossin, flossin, whatever it's called, or the floss. Flossing. And so this is going to be a very interesting. If this actually makes it to court, if it if they don't just settle, um, this is going to be a very interesting case to decide if you can copyright dance moves, and 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 by extension prof- movements as a professional movements yeah. that you make as a professional. The the fallout. Another video game series. Um, the. Fa- um, the fa- the fallout from this decision on the on whether or not they can do that, on whether or not right. pub uh, not PUBG, uh, Fortnite can uh, take uh, dance moves of somebody else and use them. The fallout on this can be just absolutely massive across so many different platforms, like sports. Sport, yeah, sports is the big one that I can think of. Yeah, that's that's the big one. Like I made the joke when you and that's I were talking about it. Like you you stole my walk. Like nobody's actually going to sue for that. But but sports is going to be the big one. I mean, may, yeah, people will, but, but they yeah, they could. Sorry. That's the problem. Sorry, is, that's, is, that they, was they actually totally could. Will they? I don't know, but they could. Yeah. Um, but sports is going to be the big one because uh, I don't remember how many years ago, like five, six years ago, the Miami Dolphins came out with an offense that was called the Wildcat offense where the quarterback was lined up as like a wide receiver. And right, right. it threw off everybody. They had no idea what was going on and it worked gangbusters even though the Dolphins were terrible that year and it didn't really matter. Um, but other teams started using it. So if Carlton also known as the guy from Silver Spoons, um, the black kid in Silver Spoons. Um, if, uh, if the black kid... Alfonso Ribeiro of the Diet Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson. That's right. If, if uh, he uh, sues Fortnite and ends up winning this, wouldn't that mean that, no, these are my moves that you are now stealing. Yeah, this, you can't do my it. play. And... You see it all the time with uh, quarterbacks, pitchers, hitters. They model their swings, their pitches, their throws, whatever, after different players from past years. And they're like, you know, they grew up idolizing these people and they started, okay, well, I'm going to try to throw it like Joe Montana. I'm going to try to play like them. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to try to throw like Tom Brady. I'm going to try to throw like Joe Montana. I'm going to try to throw like Steve Young. And would one of these people then be able to then sue the new players, especially if they're on a team they don't like. like. That's especially, yeah. I mean, you think of all the times that you'll hear an actor or actress or a, a athlete or whatever, they'll say, oh, this person stole my whatever, meaning like they just, they've, you know, flat out copied how I do whatever. They've copied, you know, the way that I, you know, hold my hands when I hit high notes or whatever. And they'll say, and it, it's often just saying like, you know, these young guns are, are taken from, but this will mean that they don't just say they stole it. They actually can sue them for it. Right. And, and so one could argue that the courts have a call of duty to throw these out. Call of duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a game. it is. Uh, <laughs> I love video game puns, especially since I don't play video games. Um, oh, there is there's one other thing that I'm going to throw in here. Uh, okay. 
speaking of video games, actually, yes, you're right. Those courts do have a Call of Duty to throw this out. It's absolutely idiotic. It's insane. Uh, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for them to even consider it. But and if they do throw it out, I'll give them a medal of honor. Nice, well done. <laughs> well done. You know what I mean. Anyway, go ahead. But speaking of video games, there is a free speech issue coming up, having to hmm. do with a video game. Okay. And hang on a second. I want to make sure since I wasn't planning on talking about this, and I kind of totally forgot about it there it is there's a video game that's going to be coming out for computers okay and it's called jesus strikes back judgment oh yes yes yep jesus jesus strikes back judgment day in which you can play as characters such as jesus putin trump hitler Hitler. Napo- uh, Napoleon. Napoleon. I'm not really sure who that guy is in the picture based on the graphics. Or There was a Chinese, there yeah, was a Chinese or character. Mao, I think, is who that's supposed to be. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Yeah, I wasn't sure who that was supposed to be, but yeah, some, the Chinese character. Yeah, and then I don't know who that bald guy is. I know that that one's Putin. I don't know who that one is. Um, where you can play as these characters, and you go around. Oh, Mussolini. Mussolini, Mussolini was one of them. Yeah. 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 That's not Mussolini. And, yeah. and Jesus has, uh, I guess, C-cup breasts. He does. He, in, an, he in, a, in, a, has, in a low-cut top. Yeah, the, the top is cut down just like roughly about where my iPad is on me. Uh, that's where yeah. the cut is on him. And he has very flamboyant uh, yeah. arms, sleeves. That's what those things are called, sleeves. Uh, he has very flamboyant sleeves on his tunic. Um his robe. And the way that you get points in this game is by going around and killing SJWs, angry lesbians, uh, angry lesbians and gay men. Um, and the, and the big boss is a string of letters that stands for something along the lines of non-gender specific, non-binary, uh, non-conforming, Pan pandemic sexual sexual male yeah. or, or pandemic sexual person something along those Persons. lines yeah. um, and and also illegal immigrants um, interestingly enough uh, the Jews were not the bad guys they were not no they were there's not actually the bad not guys. there's I mean I, the game hasn't come out yet but when I read the description I was waiting for it you know the Jews or the unless that's like a secret boss at the end or something like that um, then. Uh, where where Hitler and Jesus were teaming up, I was certain that that was going to be that the Jews were the bad guys. They were not. Interestingly enough, which would have been weird since Jesus was a you know Jew. Was a was a Jew. Yeah. Um, it gets it gets it gets cloudy there. It does because he he was a Jew, but ostensibly killed by Jews. So, or actually killed by Romans, but the Jews demanded that he be killed. Um, so you know it's it's sticky there for someone like a like a Hitler, right? Right. So, so yeah, so this is a game that, um, uh, doesn't look to have the best graphics. No. Um, although they, they say to give them time cause it's not out yet. Um, I definitely will be checking this game out purely out of curiosity. If um, I, if I had a PC, they, I would. 
Yeah, I know. I, I definitely, I definitely will be uh, downloading it just to see what the hell it's about. Yeah. Um, because it is insane so far from the from the descriptions. It sounds like it's absolutely insane. It's a, yeah, it sounds like Postal Two has been recreated. And exactly, I mean, essentially, that's the best way I can describe it for anybody who doesn't know what yep. Postal Two is. Check it out. Um, yeah, uh, check I'm, it out, and then check out. Jesus Strikes Back. Right. What is it called? Uh, Jesus. Judgment Day. Jesus Strikes Back Judgment Day. Now, a lot of LGBT groups have been saying that this game needs to be banned. And okay. I say no. I don't I no. don't agree with the going around and killing of all of these people, but first it's no, a video game. Second, it's free speech. And uh video game. Right. Third, it's a video game. Like, it's a video game, but it's 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 free. It's free speech. And if you try to argue, well, they're you know this game is advocating for the killing of these groups, then that's got to go to a lot of other games out there because there's a lot of violent games out there. Are you I mean, saying Call of, by by Call of Duty would have to Call go of away? Duty? Call of Duty would have to go away. Uh, possibly Fortnite. Possibly Fortnite. I mean, PUBG. Any of these games. Yeah. Any of these games. Uh, pretty much almost you know, any video you, game that's popular. Advocating. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, pretty much any game that's popular would then have to be held under the microscope of is this promoting violence? And if you start with this game, you're going to lose all of the others. You're going to have to. You're going to have to because you, 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 you would have to say that. A game about World War II is advocating for killing of you know Japanese people or you know whatever or like Germans, I mean it, yeah. You, you yeah or Germans or or Italians or whatever I mean you you would you'd have to say any of these games is advocating for that thing and I don't I don't think anyone there are a few people that actually want that to play out to its logical conclusion so you know is this game offensive yeah, yeah. it's definitely offensive it's definitely an offensive game um I don't I'm gonna get have offended to check it out. I, oh yeah hundred percent. Um, I, can't. I, I ha- you have to. It's one of those like how you have to watch if you hear that you know there's a video of a of a train wreck or something. Then you're like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. I think it comes out in like 45 days or something like that. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out beginning of next year. Yeah, it comes um, out in early February, I believe. And something like that. Yeah, maybe we'll play it on one of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll be an interesting case of. How that affects our following? Yeah, count. that'll be really um, interesting. So, okay, I didn't know this, but years ago there was a game called JFK Reloaded. That, yes, I, ju- I just learned about this, which game. I also downloaded. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and you had to recreate the shot that, like the sh- the shots that Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly did. Uh, like, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but come on, no way. Uh, Here's what I can tell you about that game. Good luck recreating those shots. Right. What's the best you ever got? Because my buddy, the guy that was telling me about it, said the best he got was about 70. 70%. I don't remember percentages. I just know I was struggling to hit them. Because the, it's... It, you, you, now, again, I'm not a Marine-trained uh, uh, rifleman, um, but you've got a, a, a bolt-action rifle. He's coming down... Uh, He's coming down the bent. See, it would have been way... E- and this is where they try to show you that this was a conspiracy. It would have been so much easier as he's just coming pretty much straight for you 
for quite a while, but you can't hit him then. You got to wait until after he comes around a corner. So he comes around and the corner. Sort of, yeah, and then comes at sort of leaving at, at a bit of an angle. Anyway, so, I mean, I bet Rafael Cruz got 100 every time he played. Every single time. Um, every single time, including the first time. And, yeah, so if you ban this game, then you have precedent to ban every other game. So every time every that game. some parent gets pissed off because yep. they say that, oh, God, what's that car-stealing game? GTA? Grand Theft. Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You can kill hookers in the game. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2, where the people oh were, have been getting booted off of YouTube for the stuff that they've been doing on there, as funny as some of it is. Because um, some of it's real as funny, funny and offensive. Like, it's listen, very offensive, I, but... I get that people are offended by this, right? Like, if I saw, you know, that someone was trying to, you know, kill a Jew in a game or something like that, it's gonna, like, I'm gonna not be find it too funny. But at the same time, it's a video game, and I understand that me saying I don't want people to do that, or I don't want people to be able to do that, it unends there. It, it it extends out into I don't want people to do any of that, and it 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 becomes a very ugly thing. That, like I said, I don't think three quarters of the people that are pushing for this stuff would actually want that. There is definitely people that just are miserable and just want everyone to be miserable like them. So. Um, but the majority of the people pushing for this stuff, they don't really want the actual logical conclusion of what that would be. No, I was looking at some of the screen caps from that game and I'm like, Man, this doesn't look all that great, but. Oh no, the game. Are you saying the the Jesus strikes back game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The graphics are horrific. And I mean, it's probably going to be a, a bit of a gag game to, you know, get reactions. Cause they said, you know, if if you read their FAQ, they were like, um, you know, we're not a big developing studio, so you know, be bear with us on what the graphics are going to look like. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, one last thing on here: it has been one year oh, uh, yes. since the death of the internet. The death of um, the internet. When net neutral, when the FCC pulled, uh, repealed, uh, or ended, however you word that, uh, net neutrality Title Five or whatever they called it with the official name, but net neutrality, and the internet died. Died. It literally, no more internet. We, we um, don't know how and, you're watching uh, us right now. It's impossible. This is actually. I like that. Yeah, how we, so just so you know, you're breaking up on this end, which means you're breaking up to everybody else while we're talking about the internet being better. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's not a conspiracy. Nah, right. But since so, <laughs> since last year, internet speeds have actually risen forty percent. Forty percent, and this is what the developers, the the people in the so all the networks were in favor of net neutrality because they knew what would happen. It would it would secure their places as as you know dominant in the in the market and make it harder for startups. But the actual people that do the uh, creation of networks and the the um, the uh, innovation of the actual network throughputs and things like that. They kept saying, this is bad. You are discouraging investment in the internet by removing profit motive. And by doing that, you're just ensuring that your internet's going to just kind of calcify and, and, and stay roughly the same. It's and so during, 
What's that? It's just going to be there. It's going to, this is going to, whatever we are on now, and I don't know where we're at at this point. Uh, right. But wherever we're at now, in, ten, uh, in 20 years, this is going to be dial up. This will be dial up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be a joke. It'll be a joke. In, in 20 years from now, It'll be, you know, like 3D. I, we can't even fact, you know, it'll be like real, real time, real reality happening in 3D, whatever you want to call it. The, 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 the speeds that'll be required are, aren't even fathomable compared to now. Like, I mean, right. you, you, you we couldn't even figure, I mean, probably multiple gigabytes a second will be the standard, right? So, uh, uh, you know, or, or possibly terabytes per second at that point. Um, It'll it'll be a joke what we're looking at now, and yet it dis, it would discourage investment for that to happen. And and they said investment was way down from 2015 to 2017 when when uh, Title Five or net neutrality was in place, specifically because of that. And less investment means less uh you know less less innovation, innovation in the market. Um so yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that speeds have increased by 40 percent in the last year. If for no other reason than a lot of stuff was being held off by these you know burdensome regulations that were making it harder for them to bring these innovations to the market so of course it would go up so right. internet rip the internet um uh one year gone but never forgotten um even though we can't talk about it because we're not on the internet because we're not on the internet right now um sad that so, was it no yeah. who do you got on the show tomorrow i have shelby susan who is a she is the director of the center for the great center that she's the director of um the good old oh you uh, your favorite yours and my favorite my is crawling the she old, is old shelby susan. a first amendment what's that old shelby susan shelby susan guys a first amendment attorney uh, who is also the director of the Center to Protect Free Speech. So we're going to be talking about free speech. We're going to be talking about Jesus Strikes Back. Uh, so thanks for bringing that up, because we're definitely going to be talking about that. And uh, on Thursday, I have Dylan. I have no idea how to say his last name, so I'm not even going to attempt it today. Uh, from Kava Collective out in San Diego, California. Um, mm. I really wish that he could send me some of his Kava for the show, but that would not make any sense whatsoever. Uh, and we are going to be talking about some very questionable business uh, regulations that California and some other states are pulling right now. And I'm very excited about that. He is also a very, very, very big right-wing Trumper. So this is going to be a really weird episode for me. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this episode. This is the beginning if this really takes off, if the government really does start to crack down on Kava, the muddied waters of freedom is uniquely positioned to become, especially you, because uh, you drink Kava, are especially well positioned to be at the forefront of fighting against it. Our, the name muddied waters literally from, refers to Kava. Right. Like for anybody who doesn't know, the reason this show exists, they're, the only reason that this show exists is because of Kava. Yep. If it wasn't for Kava, met in a Kava bar. right? And if it wasn't for Kava, we would not. This show wouldn't be a thing. So if yep. the government actually gets its way, and these two, like only in these two states, but then there's trickle down to all the other states, and Kava becomes illegal, like I will fight that one tooth and nail all the way because this show wouldn't exist. I don't know if I would 
Like I honestly, and I hate, like a lot of people say that I just uh, traded one for the other. Uh, but I don't know if I would still be sober without, you know, having the Kava there and having the Kava community there and the people in the Kava community there. Right. Like for, if they're going to try to take it away, they have a fight on their hands. 100%. They have a fight on their hands. And it's not just from the people in California or the people in New York. It's the people across the entire country who drink this wonderful root that helps so many people. And we, uh, we're definitely like, I'm, I'm looking forward to this episode to talk about that. And I know Dylan is one to argue with me about a bunch of different points on stuff Trump's done that I think is really stupid. So, um, so it's going to be, be a good episode. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. And uh, we're both going to be very passionate about one part, and then we're both going to be very oppositely passionate on others. So that's which is what conflict is what creates a great episode. I've learned. Yeah. Um. So and then check us out again uh, Tuesday night right back here, Muddy Waters of Freedom, where we will be talking about all uh, the stuff that happened. The Tuesday past night's week. Christmas. That's Christmas. That's Christmas. We're gonna. So there is a. Uh, we may or may not be having an episode. Right. We will get back to you. We, we as will, to whether or not we will know within the by the end of the week. We will know really, really, really soon whether we're going to have an episode on Christmas. Okay. So stick around for that. But uh, I will have an episode on Wednesday uh, with someone. Um, so if you don't see us on Tuesday, you'll see me on Wednesday. So anyway, we will get back to you on that. Um, so yeah, check out, uh, check me out tomorrow with my uh, with Shelby Susan. Check uh, um, uh, Matt out with Dylan. Um, we don't know his, how to say his last name. Uh, and then uh, uh, Merry Christmas, whether or not we see you. And re- Merry Christmas, anyway. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook.com slash Muddied Waters of Freedom. You can follow us on Twitter at uh, Twitter.com Muddied underscore Waters. On Instagram at Muddied Waters of Freedom. On YouTube, we're on the YouTube. We need a couple more followers and we can say YouTube.com slash Muddied Waters of Freedom. So go and hit subscribe on YouTube. Um, and you can and we'll find- be that much closer. We will be that much closer. Um, and you can find us on every podcasting app there is. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on Spreaker, something. Um, I don't really know what it is. Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're on all that stuff. Yeah, we're on literally everything. You can find us everywhere at all times. Thank you once again to Kroger. Thank you to Grassroots Kava House. Thank you to Hot Damn Burnett for letting us use your music. And, uh, and, and uh, never uh, also uh, check us out on moneyedwatersoffreedom.com. Oh, yeah, that, that place. As, as well, yeah, on our website. Um, so we will see you tomorrow, Thursday, and possibly on Christmas. And where we're going, we don't need roads. Seven.
the fantasy undertones It's also a big part of a comic's bid At least we'll have lots of laughs and weird Outside the not-so-pearly white gates It's closer to a dirty shade of gray There's nothing to eat, there's nothing to drink No need for restrooms, no need to sleep I'm not gonna lie, it's terrible out here I give anything, anything for a drag Just one drag, just one drink How the hell did 